Hello everyone, hi, how are you? Welcome to a nice host podcast. Hello again for my listeners that always listen to me and welcome to new listeners as well. Today I'll be talking about the book I've currently just finished uh, just finished reading and it's The Secret Orphan by Glynis Peters. And it's a publisher as well, she's a publisher. So the book is basically about the orphan and the people around her, and because of the orphan is like a because of a, the because of the war, the girl named Rose became an orphan, and the lady named Eleanor took her in with the their supporting characters to give her a new life in Canada. They're from England before they then they became, then they became um, a family and they adopted her. And they came to Canada. What I like the best about this book is, first of all, is like it's from the perspective of Eleanor, like the female guardian of Rose. So it's kind of like it's more realistic compared to other books I've been I've read before. And it's like like it's slow pace and it talks about it. Just feels so real to me. You know how sometimes books are always fast-paced they always want to get through the whole thing so quickly but um in eleanor's perspective uh, the the author gives eleanor's perspective and it's like it's like it's kind of boring i'm gonna say that but it feels so real like because that's what i'm feeling that it's just more real compared compared to other books i've read before but what I like the least about the novel is like it's very slow and it's boring in my opinion. Well it might be not for you but still like it's kinda anticlimactic. I was ex- um expecting more conflicts because it's been like the setting is about a war, like that happened in real life and she's an orphan. And even like the people around that orphan is affected by the war and I'm experienced and I only I, I only read about conflicts about love and not much more about war love and about like rosie's rosie's roses secret like background or something but that's about it so it's very anticlimactic in my opinion but if you want to like not have like your heart broken when when you're when you finish the book it's a very good book to read but it's very like it's very slow is it realistic? But you know, but it's a happy ending. That's what I was gonna say. So I re- really recommend it. Um, the character I like the best is of course Rose. She's a protagonist. She's so cute. She's so even when she's older, she's so like caring to her family. And when she was younger, she was like a prodigy. Like at five, she could play piano very well. And I'm like, I'm still, I'm already fifteen. I cannot even. I'm not even good at me, whatever. Yeah, she's my favorite, and next is Eleanor, because she's a bit, she's so, she's not naive, but she has a very kind heart, but she's also, like, strict, but forgiving as well. And next up is Dottie, she's very lively as a child, and she ended up with one of my favorite characters, but yeah. She, Dottie is, like, she has a very, talk, she's very talkative, but she's sweet and nice. Next is Jack. She he's Eleanor's husband, supposed to be husband at the end of the novel, and yeah, he's very caring. And in the novel, 
in the novel? What happened? In the novel, he helped Eleanor and Rosie with something. And overall, he's a nice guy. And the next, um, what is this? Next one is like Dottie's partner, Tom. He didn't say much at all, but because he's Dottie's lover, I think I'll consider him. But yeah, that's about it. Okay, there are three people that I don't like in that God Forbidden book. Oh, wait, no, not God Forbidden, but like in that book. First is Titch. I don't know her real name, I forgot, but she's all of the time we call her Titch. She's from London and she tried to ruin Eleanor and expose Rose as much as possible. She tried to bring up the truth about Rose that would potentially harm her. That's what I. And she doesn't help at all. She doesn't help with the farm work, even though that's what she's supposed to do. And she just like she's basically a freeloader. She, she appeared at like the in the middle to the end of the movie and not the movie but book. But overall, she just made me. She's not made me hate, like made my heart hate someone. So it's like my heart is like. Mm. And the next up is George and Victoria. So basically, they're the couple. I mean, they're not really married. They just had Rose, and the way they. The way they treated Rose, like, they didn't give her sh- love and affection at all, but they still treated her like they're planning to make her a something for them. A spy. You know, war, Nazis, and everything. You know how it is. So that's how they treated Rose. They didn't treat her as a child, but like an, a ch- child like of their own, but a child to become a spy like them. So I don't. what I don't like about Victoria is she pretended to be very timid and didn't care about how Rose is treated and she pretended to like and she um she kind of put up a facade to b- betray um Eleanor's aunt and like so she could work for her and spy on the government yada 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 but she's not really like threatening at all and George on the other hand I don't really like him because she's very sexist and like even though like the women are starting to like work and like started to gain equal rights at the time, he's still very na- narrow minded. So I hate him about that, and he's very like entitled for some reason. So yeah, those three people I don't like them at all. If this book was ever made to be um become a movie, I'm not really sure. I don't really have someone in mind. So, like to play as Rose, Eleanor, and the characters, but for sure, I want those people, it doesn't matter if they, they're not that famous compared to the Hollywood actors everyone is raging about, but as long as they're good at their roles, that they're acting, they're gonna gain a lot of attention and reputation and all that, for sure. I've seen that in the industry, like, reputation is a but your skills is more important. So yeah, I just hope that they act well, even though they're considered like a B-list actress, uh, B-list actress or actors, and even if they don't have like really that much of a fan base. So yeah. Okay, so two quotes from the book that I wrote in my dialectical journal is. Eleanor, quote, Eleanor, do you think mommy and daddy had Christmas Day in heaven? Unquote. It's it's said by Rose. Yeah, and it's basically like hit me, like how children could 
could be so kind and the people and the world around her are so cruel. It just like hit my heart when I read that. And like, I just realized how the war affected a lot of people during that time and how it is how it left a lifelong scar that many people would not forget. And the second one is said by Susie, one of the one of the best characters, even though she's supporting. Okay, she said, quote, You've dedicated your life to others, but you deserve a bit of happiness yourself, my lovely. Come on, let's see who's got two left feet. Wait, what does mean? Okay, end quote. I don't get what the what come on, let's see who's got two left feet means. However, what Susie said, she she said it to Eleanor basically. Because Eleanor has been like a independent woman. She's been an independent lady. So she's been taking care of the farm herself, even though like women um in her age doesn't do that because of her brother and father like her mother all of them pass away her brothers pass away even though they're jerks and in the war and they declared war heroes whatever her father passed away her mother passed away so she had to take care of everything herself so so susie said that to like to convince her to go like relax or do something probably go to the party at the time so yeah and this made me realize all the all my friends who are kind of who are supportive of me of my decision. Well, even though they're dumb, and it just made me appreciate Susie as a very supportive friends. And I could only like think about like two or three of them very supportive friends in the novel, probably like Dottie and Susie, and someone from someone from the city as well. Like I just forgot their names, but. I just realized Eleanor has a lot of supportive friends, given that she's very kind as well. So that's just a happy, happy thing compared to the one earlier, which was a very sad one. Um, I have basically I haven't read any book from this author except for this one, and the author I'm not really sure what I like. I would like to read from her because. The stories are basically about war. It's basically the same theme or concept with just different perspectives from different characters. So I'm not looking forward to reading from her work, her work specifically, but I'm looking forward to reading from books that has been made to movies, like made, made to movies, because like it's I think it's considered significant enough and like powerful and. Um, well liked enough to become a movie if the book is good as well so yeah this is definitely nice i'll definitely read some of the chapters well if i could online but i'm not i'm not trying to dedicate myself to all her work and i haven't read any of her works before so I did i say that but yeah she's a good author at least okay so if this novel was our book was was to ever be made to like was to become a movie i would choose money by cardi b power by little mix independent women by destiny's child you don't only by leslie gore and boss by fifth harmony as a soundtrack because it basically defines rose roses and eleanor's power like their independence like the modern independence of the modern girl in this era basically and it also defines how they can still be like love their family be sympathetic and doesn't all that 
while doing all of this, like, kind of, like, manly things. So, like, they're just very, like, a role model, model, model for all the people and, like, not just women around the world. Like, Rose, even though she, she's, um, when she, even though she um, got old, she still kept her, like, personality, even though she went through all of that. And Eleanor, at, at the same time, as, as I said before, women like her, her, especially in her age, is not supposed to do, like, a, mm, extensive works, like, managing and working in a farm. Working in a farm with uh, your siblings, uh, uh, other people is alright, but she's working with most of the women, basically, to support the war, because all of the men are gone to become soldiers. So, yeah, I just think they're that those songs are fitting for both of the protagonists well some of the two of the protagonists say um in my opinion jack a canadian the canadian man who brought eleanor and rose who met eleanor first and adopted rose to and bring, brought them back to canada is kind of underdeveloped i didn't really like him at first because he's kind of a flirt and i thought that with his personality and all he could have just charmed other women from other countries as well because he's an airman he travels around a lot and doesn't really stay in a particular place like he's not really assigned at all but it's obvious um after a few pages that he really cares about eleanor and rose a lot so i really thought that he's underdeveloped because he's often portrayed only as a caring character to rose and eleanor only an airman a soldier like kind of like that he, he there's no depth into it like most of the characters are underdeveloped in my opinion they only serve as like um a pedestal to the main protagonists but jack holds a special place in my heart because he's done so much good things for the two and yeah but i don't really mind so okay so i think um, the purpose of the author, the the purpose of the author, um, the book's purpose that the author is trying to convey is that even though war is horrible in the first place, it could be, it could open to a lot of opportunities. It could be viewed as a good one, even though it it, it depends on the person actually, because um the main conflict of the book is not about the war itself. It is part of it, but it's not completely the main thing about it. It's about the human relationships around the characters. Well, include the war. Like, the the war definitely made everyone in a frenzy and all that. And kind of, like, made them ha- change and have to adopt quickly. However, it's not the uh, main theme or, like, main thing to look at. So, basically, even though you're in a war... It really depends on the person how you view it. it. Either you view it as a pessimistic way or an optimistic way like Rose and Eleanor, Eleanor did. And I think I, the ideas that author tried to convey to the readers are that bright, bright futures or like the sun will shine through after a storm or something like that. Because after the war, just like um, a shadowing, um, that all the characters had a happy ending. Titch got fired, just like that. George and Victoria died because of the bombs, even though it was their fault. So yeah, like 
you just wait and you'll get a good happy ending. Just don't worry about it for now. Like, you get what I'm saying? After a storm, like, the sun will shine. Kind of like that. That phrase. See? If I may be so honest, um, the story is quite unique. For for real though, like all um, I only read two books, two war story stories. That's in a novel, but I have I've seen many movies. Most of them are like fast pacing. Even though this book, um, and this book is like throws in a lot of flashbacks as well. But the other movies are like mostly start from like the very early for example 1950s to 1980s is very like chronologically organized so this book is special I'll, I'll say it's quite unique compared to all the other books i've known and i've read but i'm not sure about the general in general it's not really captivating for me in my opinion it's very slow even though the author tried to portray a very realistic version of how eleanor and rose tried to live their day days as a person it was still quite entertaining because it showed the real life of the people back then and it quite gave me the lesson and like the view of the people that survived through the war. Um, I don't particularly, eh, not really, um, I don't really recommend this to my classmates because I know for a fact that they love the lab they love to like read something more interesting more climactic more with more conflict and more thrilling so even my um sweet mate read this book before when she was in middle school she didn't like it because kind of boring she said but for me i kind of find this interesting because most of the book they had is kind of like those people what those people like so this one's kind of changed for me so i don't really recommend this book to anyone who doesn't like appreciate all kinds of book in a matter in a matter of way, this and that, but I'll give it give it a try if you want to experience something different and kind of slow and realistic at this time. Like, it also gives, like, a realistic experience, a, a view from the characters as well, even though it's kind of boring at first. It gets interesting uncovering the plots, even though there's just a few and it's not very climatic. Climatic? Yeah. It's a very good book. But it just doesn't, I know for a fact, it just doesn't capture a lot of the people's, people around me, people around me's attention. So yeah, that's it for today, guys. This is going to be my last, probably, my last podcast. And it's about the book that I've read for like a month or so, and I received late because of some issues. But yeah, it was a fun, it was a fun book. I hope to see you or hear from you next time. And yeah, tune in. See you guys. Have a good rest of the day or morning. I don't know. Good morning. Good night. Bye bye.